Pillow Draft. Hey, good morning. Top of the morning to you. Welcome to the kitchen table. Grab a grab a chair. Hope you got a cup of coffee. If not, we can, we can take care of them for you. <laughs> hey, my name is Mike. This is FBTV Radio every morning, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Time. We get together for an hour and we fix the world. It's just that simple. We talk about things going on in the world. Uh... Doesn't matter what it is. We we talk transportation too. I mean, this is a transportation station. <laughs> FBTV Radio, your transportation station. But anyway, it's it's drafty in here. The studio's drafty. I feel uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel I don't know what I feel. I feel a draft. But it's thirty-two. It's been down thirty-two this morning. And uh, but you know, last week it got code. And if you're wondering where I am, I'm in uh, Arkansas, Fort Smith, Arkansas. Last week it got code. How many downright code? We were uh, in the 20s for several days straight. Well, lows. We rebounded in the daytime, but still. Quite normal for us. But anyway, that's what happened. But, uh, you know, I, I said last week, and a lot of people say this, but uh, really true here in Arkansas. If you don't like the weather, hang around a minute. <laughs> It'll change. Look at this. By uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we're in the 70s. Cool, huh? Took the boat out this weekend. Matter of fact, you can watch a video later. I'd be up, I don't know where it's going to be. It might be on YouTube. Maybe it'll be a public video. And uh, we will be doing an insider video. It may be in there too, but uh, we'll be getting some reports from uh, my trip to the lake this weekend. A couple of them anyway. But anyway, you always come up with a good idea, you know, after it's happened. But, you know, it might be a pretty good thing that, uh, well, we came up with an idea. Anytime I go to the lake to go fishing, we're going to get on the spot lake reports from myself. <laughs> okay, this first one, I think, I, I know I did a little bit of recording, but not very much. I was more uh, interested in getting the boat in the water. Oh, speaking of boats, I am looking at a new boat. Maybe. Maybe. Well, what I got now, and you'll see it in the video. Well, some of it anyway. It is a Pro Tracker 160. A little 16-footer. It's a bass boat. It's got the live well. It's, it's you know. I got it. It'll be two years ago in June, I think. I got it. And it has done me really well. But. A couple of things I'd rather. It it have well understand when I first got it, all I was looking at was a boat that would let me get on the water. Didn't want to spend a lot of money. Yeah, you know, originally I was thinking about going down here to Academy or whatever, buying me you know a little sixteen foot flat flat bottom on a trailer, give me a little eight nine ten horsepower outboard trolley motor put on there, be good to go. <laughs> you know. Yeah, 2020 hindsight, maybe that's what I should have done. But no, I uh I went to the boat store and I I, I saw well, I, I you know, we I do like everybody does now. You know, you go shopping online. You shop online first, pick out what you want, then you go look. And that's what I did. And I came home with that little Pro Tracker 160, and now I wish I would have went higher, upgraded, you know, a little bit bigger boat. Because the Tracker 160, it's great. It, it you know, yeah, to, you know, I've had buddies go out with me fishing, but it's really, if you want to get right down to it, it's a one-person boat, and the beam—that's the width—and not all that wide. You know, not all that wide. And it gets blown around a lot. Well, it's an aluminum boat. It's light, narrow. You know, a little bit of wind and 
man, you're, you're cruising down the, cruising down the lake. So it's been a good boat. I like the boat. Hey, if you want to buy it, <laughs> contact me here at FBTV radio. But, uh, I have been looking at the uh, Tracker Pro 195 Tournament Edition, and I like it. Eight foot two inches wide, so I'm like 18, almost 19 feet long. 150 motor on it. Two fish finders on it. Eh, not the best in the world, but it is what it is. You can always upgrade those. I was contemplating putting in a dual console, adding the console for the passenger side, but uh, thinking about it all weekend, studying it, I think I'd rather have the room. Plus, I don't sit on the passenger side anyway. And if anybody's going out with me, it's going to be warm. I may go out when it's cold, but uh, anybody going out with me, they don't need to be blocked. And if they do, they can bundle up. <laughs> That's, well, you know, it's true. But anyway, I'm going to get the power poles put on. If you don't know what the power pole are, they are power poles. You on the uh, back of your boat, it's kind of like a, uh, well, you know, an anchor. You throw a rope, uh, you know. You know, tie a rope to an anchor, throw it. But an anchor doesn't really do real well 100% of the time. The power poles, if you're in shallow water, you know, generally under, what, 10 feet? 8 feet, something like that, 10 feet, maybe a little bit deeper. You you can drop your power poles, and it's, you know, the poles go into the, uh, into the uh, dirt, the mud, the soot. <laughs> you know, at the bottom of the lake, and it kind of holds you steady. You know, somebody said, why don't you just get one? Well, some boats do have one, and it's fine. Matter of fact, I thought about getting one for my little Pro Tracker 160. You know, five $600 jobber, you know, it's pole. It's not the fancy gadget. And, uh, yeah, for that, I, you know, I would have done that. But uh, the thing is, with one, you're going to be on a pivot. So you're going to be... If you don't do it right, you're going to be blowing everywhere. You know, you're still going to wiggle. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. But anyway, you know, you get two, man. It's going to put you right there where you want it. But I like shallow water. I like fishing shallow water. And aluminum boat, matter of fact, you serve my aluminum Yeti. I guess it's aluminum. Could be steel. I don't know what they make those out of. It ought to be platinum, considering how much they want to charge you for with a Yeti. But anyway, uh, that's where we are. Started that process last week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It may not even happen. But right now, that's what we're looking at. Kind of excited about it. And there were uh, three or four boats out on the water the other day. When I went, went Saturday. But anyway. All right. Yeah, you got a question, comment, message. You know, we always start here. Oh, no. You know, before we get into that, let's get to the question of the day. If I don't uh, give you the answer from Friday's. Question of the day, Q-O-T-D. Don't they get old? You know, all the initials, everything's an initial. LOL. <laughs> you know, my wife just came on. Yeah, we were doing the B59567As today, and oh my gosh. Due to the B597As today screwing up, oh, you know, what's a B5957A? You know, they know what it is. I don't have a clue. You know what I mean? But anyway... Neither here nor there. Uh, but the question of the day. Yes, uh, Friday's question. 23% of men don't know this about their wife or female partner. What is it? And uh, got no correct answers. None. Zero. Zilch. The correct answer, 23% of men don't know this about their wife slash female partner. What is it? Their dress size. I don't either. I don't either. 
Now, I'm familiar with dress sizes. And my advice was if you were going to buy your wife a dress, even if you did know her dress size, buy a couple of sizes smaller. That'll make her feel good. She can always take it back and get the right size. <laughs> I don't know. That might get you in trouble. I don't know. Okay, today's question. Today's question. All right. About 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. What is it? About 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. What is it? The answer may surprise you. Maybe not. Anyway, if you want to play... You can play. You can answer that question if you got the answer. If you want to even give it a shot, send me an email, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Forms on the website, freightbrokertv.com, obviously. Or you can call our studio line and leave your answer, 479-668-0213. No prizes, but it is nice to be recognized. And we will recognize you. You get that answer right. Again, today's question... About 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. What is it? All right. What else is going on in the world today? Well, Rand McNally last week. You know, we were talking about that. And uh, their cyber incident. Let's put quotations around that because Rand McNally... They uh, deny they were hacked, the ransomware, but all indicators say they were. But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, following the cyber incident, uh, last week, week before, Rand McNally has been busy working to make its electronic logging devices fully operational. Last day of November, Rand McNally announced that uh, ELDs were working again, but OIDA received uh, reports from several truck drivers throughout the week who said they were still having problems. The most frequent issue reported was being unable to certify and edit the logs, which is necessary for compliance. Anyway, I noticed on their website, too. I mean, it's back up now, but uh, early on, their website was kind of goofy-looking. But anyway, I don't know. Rand McNally was sold here a while back, went into bankruptcy or whatever, and they were bought. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not. Maybe a disgruntled employee that knows a lot about computers. <laughs> Maybe they weren't happy. But anyway, neither here nor there. Still got time to get fun stuff, uh, FBTV stuff, fun FBTV stuff. For that special person in your life, make sure they get it by Christmas. Christmas is, uh, eh, we don't want to talk about it. Less than three weeks away. Well, she don't listen, so I'll tell you. My, my wife is buying my granddaughter. Well, I guess we are. And I, I can't say I'm thrilled about the idea. But, hey, you know. It's the grandbaby. Well, she's, what, seven? Anyway. Trampoline. Trampoline with all the bells and whistles. It worries me. Because <laughs> I don't want to see her get hurt. I do not want to get that phone call. Hey, she fell. She busted out her front teeth. Oh, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? But anyway, it's supposed to have padding and all that. But anyway, my wife's getting her. Decided that's what we're going to get her granddaughter. Me, I am getting her some fishing equipment. I am. Her first rod and reel. Tackle. Tackle box. You know. And uh, get her her life jacket. When we get closer to time to go out on the lake. Because, yeah. Get that new boat. Be able to pull her in a. On a board or whatever, you know, not skiing, but get out there on the water. She'll have fun. Anyway, FBTV stuff, FreightBrokerTV.com. Check it out at our store. We got coffee mugs, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, and so much more. Check that out uh, using the best resources if you have access to the Insider. 
If not, go to uh, FreightBrokerTV.com and click on the store there at the top of the page. Marijuana in the news. House of Reps uh, voted to make marijuana legal. Going to be talking about that. Beet juice on roads in Michigan. Going to be talking about that. All kinds of stuff coming up we're talking about. We're going to take a break. It's December the 7th. 9.15 Central Time. You're at the kitchen table. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, hey, we're, we're sitting here talking about the uh, question of the day. Matter of fact, if you just tuned in, you missed the answer. And I say you just tuned in. I know some of you this via the podcast, maybe the rerun on the best ofs on FBTV radio or whatever. But if you're listening live and you just tuned in, Friday's question, 23% of men don't know this about their wife slash female partner. The answer was their dress size. Today's question, brand new question. About 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. What is it? Answer coming up tomorrow if you'd like to play. Submit your answer. Send me an email. FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. You can call me 479-668-0213. Or you can uh, go to our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. Submit an answer using one of the forms available. And if you are on the FBTV Insider, go up to the uh, Ask FBTV and you can leave a uh, your answer there. All right. A driver was knocked out of his bed a few days ago up in Pennsylvania. He was in his bed, crashed. You know, taking his break, his 10-hour break. He was hit by another semi that was sliding on the ice. Now, when I first saw this, I, my first thought, obviously, was, what a knucklehead. Who parks on the ramp of an icy road? Then I thought, well, maybe he's in a rest area. But no. This was at a pilot truck stop. Apparently, the... Uh, Driver pulling in, entering the uh, truck stop. This pilot truck stop is on uh, Route 97 near I-90. When he says he skidded on ice, sending his truck crashing into the trailer of another rig parked on the lot. The driver of the parked rig said he was sleeping at the time of the incident. And the uh, impact knocked him out of bed. No injuries reported, but... I've been in those truck stops. You know, it probably has that uh, steep downgrade coming into the truck stop, and then you can just lose control. Matter of fact, the only two times I've ever had to chain up when I was driving, twice I had to chain up when I was driving, that was getting in or out of a truck stop. I never chained up going over cabbage. Not nothing I'm bragging about. It's just... Uh, I parked until the chain law was uh, taken down. I always carried chains. As a matter of fact, I got stuck up there one time, and I got uh, inspected by Oregon at a way station up there. Maybe it was Washington. that had a mandatory carry law, and I was not supposed to be up there. I was supposed to be already out of that state. But I think my truck broke down. Something happened. I'd, I, I was delayed getting out. And uh, actually, the uh, DOT guy, he was pretty nice about it. I just told him, I said, hey, look, I know I'm supposed to have them. I don't have them because I'm not supposed to be up here right now. I should be out of here. I go, but I broke down, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, he just gave me a warning, so that was pretty cool of him. But the, uh, yeah, the times I had to chain up, both of them in truck stops. One, well, both of them, I was trying to get out of the truck stop. Well, one I was, I got out of, but I'll tell you about that one in a minute. Uh but I got fuel, got turned around, I was, and it had that incline, and I could not make it up the incline. So I had to put chains on just to get up that incline to get back on the road. As soon as I got up the incline, the chains came off. Bad truck stop, parking lot, maintenance 
we'll write that one off too. Now the the other one, I got out of the truck stop all right, but <laughs> when I went to turn to get on the on ramp, my truck did not want to turn. It kept going straight. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. I thought we was going to run off the road. I say we because I had a I had a uh, uh, co-driver with me. We had to get out. We put the chains on, backed up a little bit, and finally made the turn. Once we got the truck straight on the on-ramp, off came the chains. And away we went. So, where's the worst traffic in Texas? Any idea? I know my first thought when I saw this, I was thinking down around Houston. Uh, Houston... Uh, west toward Katy, out that way. Anytime I went down there, it was always terrible, terrible traffic. Hours, it seemed like. But nope, Texas A&M has done a study. Interstate 35, downtown Austin, is the most gridlocked roadway in the Lone Star for drivers. And after I saw that, I thought, eh, yeah, okay, I can see that. Yep, I can, I can see that. I-35 is pretty not good at times. They got that over-under and whatever it is. Anyway, yeah, it gets backed up. Austin's stretch of I-35 from US-290 to Texas-71 overtook Houston's East Tex Freeway I-69 for the top spot. New Houston was going to be in there. That's according to uh, Texas A&M Transportation Institute for the most congested roadways in Texas report. Unfortunately for drivers in Central Texas, congestion on I-35 in Austin is now the worst choke point in Texas. Get this, truck drivers were delayed more than 26 million hours, wasted 44 million gallons of fuel that cost them $1.5 billion during 2019, according to the study. You know, isn't it great how they can <laughs> do studies like this and get it to the get it to the exact dollar of what it cost? Yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. We go by it anyway. We live by it, right? You know, there's been something I want to be talking about here for the last several days, and uh, just haven't had time to talk about it. Annoying words. Annoying. Annoy, annoying. That word annoying is annoying. <laughs> now, this is from a uh, M A R I S T, Marist, Marist College poll. The five, the top five most annoying words and phrases. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, they came in number one, 33% of the. Uh, Post that was the most annoying. Whatever. There's so many ways to say that. Whatever. Whatever. Ah, number two, fake news. But uh, so much of it is fake. Even I, I even saw Obama come out the other day talking about it. That uh, journalism is just uh, awful now, and it is. It's not nothing. Walter Cronkite. Would be so disappointed. Edwin R. Morrow, Morrow, like David Brinkley, Chet Huntley, all those guys. No offense. No offense. Hey, no offense. No offense came in number three. Literally. Literally. That word is so misused. That could, that probably falls in the misused word poll as well. Literally. That came in at number four. Number five. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hey, you know what I mean? Now, if you're a trucker, you're probably going, hey, what about trust me? Trust me. Trust me. Or trucker story. Trust me, trucker story. Trust me. <laughs> all right. What all is going on? Many, uh, sitting here looking at this, napping. Now, here's another thing came up the other day, napping. And uh, it caught my attention, too. This stuff had planned on talking about last week, but we got sidetracked. But, uh, 
It was a uh, study on napping out of Men's Health. It says a midday doze does not make you old. It makes you smart. This is a City University of New York study found that people who nap have sharper memories. But not just any nap will do. We've got the complete guide to the nap you need. All right, 10-minute nap, a quick fix. Napping for 10 minutes immediately wards off fatigue and boosts brain power for at least two and a half hours. 20 minutes, delayed benefits, doubling down will improve your reaction time and performance on an alphanumeric task, but not right away. It takes at least 35 minutes to shake off that post-nap mental fog. 30 minutes, here's mine. This, I, I call this my power nap. When I was driving, man, you just, the worst time of the day when I was driving was uh, morning. Right at that time when it was sun up. You know, the sun was rising, going from that period of darkness to morning light. Oh, <laughs> I remember toothpicks. Could not even hold my eyes open. I, or my eyelids, anyway. I mean, it was all, oh, it's just... Uh, Remember that happening so many times. And uh, somebody told me a long time ago, you know, 30 minutes. You don't want to go shorter than that. Don't want to go longer than that. If you go longer than that, now you're into that real, what do they call it, REM sleep or whatever, you know, when you're really, you know, 30 minutes, past 30 minutes, you are in that sleep mode. 30 minutes is perfect. Here's what it says. And I'd do that. I'd wake up, you know, taking naps at my mini, my screaming mini. <laughs> this is before we had this. Cell phones have alarm clocks in them that are pretty loud. But I have slept through a screaming mini. I've got a uh, co-driver, though, attest to that. But anyway, yeah, I do that 30-minute power nap. Man, I wake up feeling like a million bucks, ready to tackle the world, drive another thousand miles. Anyway, 30 minutes, it says a healthy boost. You will feel drowsy for about five minutes afterwards, but then more mentally fit for... 90 minutes. Still, a 10-minute nap is better. You avoid the hangover over effect of a deeper sleep. I don't know. 10-minute nap is just long enough to really tick me off. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, 45 to 90 minutes, no help. No help whatsoever during a 45-minute to 90-minute nap. You drift into deep sleep without completing a full sleep cycle. That's what I was talking about, that REM sleep or whatever it's called. You'll often feel worse after you wake up than before. That's according to a sleep expert. W. Christopher Winter, M.D. 90 to 110 minutes, signs of trouble. The average person's sleep cycle lasts 90 minutes. The ideal duration for a longer snooze. But habitual long napping may be a sign of a sleep disorder. So if you take naps... And, uh, you know, you're, you're doing 90 to 110 minutes every nap. You may, you may, uh, you may have a sleep disorder. And that's according to our sleep expert, Dr. Winter, that we spoke about a moment ago. But 30 minutes. If you're a driver, you know, even if you're not a driver, you know, hey, mom, you at home, tired, feeling run down, try that half hour nap, 30 minute power nap. Set your alarm 30 minutes and, and see. See, it worked for me. It it worked for me. It can work for you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I want to share that with you last week because I thought it was pretty interesting, that the annoying words. And we talked about the, uh, you know, the, the kids thing last week kind of cracked me up too. Question of the day. 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. What is it? If you know the answer, send me an email, fbtv at freight. BrokerTV.com. Call my studio line, 479-668-0213. You can go to the uh, FreightBrokerTV.com website. Use one of the forms, submit it, and uh, yeah, send in your answer. Let us know. Let us know what you think. You will be recognized. That is your prize, recognition. Hey, if you haven't yet, we'd appreciate uh, if you're listening to us via the uh, podcast, 
subscribe. Matter of fact, looking at the podcast from uh, Friday's kitchen table. Yeah, we have people from all over the world. Florida, California, Quebec. Hello, Quebec. Illinois, Minnesota, Oklahoma, New York, Arizona, Virginia, New Jersey. Canada, well, obviously, Venezuela. Hello, Venezuela. Spain and France. Glad you all tuned in. Tell your friends. And if you would, uh, give us a five-star. Give us a give us that five-star count down there, the rating. That helps us grow. Subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends. Also, if you watch our YouTube videos, we'd appreciate that, too. You know, give us a thumbs, thumbs up on our YouTube channel. Subscribe. That thumbs up really helps us. Really helps us a lot. All right. And Twitter. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You'll find us on Twitter at Freight TV. We announce uh, things like uh, radio broadcast and new videos and such. So, uh, you know, give us a give us a liking, give us a thumbs up, hit that bell. <laughs> You're at the kitchen table. My name is Michael, your host. We're going to take a two minute break. When we come back, Amanda, we have a lot of other stuff to talk about. We're going to be talking about birthdays. If it's your birthday, you got a birthday coming up. Send me an email. Let me know. We will recognize you. Okay, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. 9.35 Central Time. Monday, December the 7th. My name is Michael. I'm your host. You are at the kitchen table. We get together every weekday morning about this time. Talk about things going on in the world. Talk about trucking, transportation, all kinds of fun stuff. We solve the problems of the world and we go on about our day. All the better for doing so. <laughs> I got a, my remote came in the other day. And I just lost it. I ordered a remote, gotta take it home. A remote for my sound bar. You go out there and buy one of these flat screen TVs and the speakers on the, you know, you spend, well, they're a lot cheaper than they used to be, but you spend a lot of money on one of these and the speaker is pathetic. It's awful. I mean, terrible. Now, you you mix that with the old used-to-be truck driver that's hard of hearing. You know, sometimes you have that thing cranked up to 100 and it's still not loud enough. Now, before you go start saying, man, wow, Mike, 100? <laughs> you're you're deaf. No, it's not all of them. Some of them, some shows I, I watch 25, you know, the volume setting, you know, the bars that go across. It, it, it's, you give me an old TV show, you know, from the 70s, the 80s, whatever. Movies from uh, back then, the sound's fine. The volume is great. But you give me something new, it's like everybody got an A in sound school, participation A, <laughs> because the sound is awful. And, you know, you can't hear some things, you can't hear others. And uh, then I was reading articles here a couple of weeks ago saying that a lot of that is the... Uh, the speakers built in the TV. Yeah, maybe a lot of it is, but a lot of it is the sound people do doing these movies and stuff. But uh, anyway, I've had we had a uh, soundbar system, LG soundbar, that was set up and hooked up on our TV in the front room for whatever reason, and I can't remember now. We took it apart and uh, put it in the storage bedroom. Everybody's got a storage bedroom, right? Storage closet, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, pulled it out here, I don't know, a month ago, because I was going to hook it up because I was tired of that volume thing. I was going to hook it back up, got it hooked up, could not find the remote to save my life. <laughs> you know, I thought, well, shoot. So I unhooked it, put it back in storage, 
went online and I found the remote. $8.95 to replace the remote. About the same price to get it shipped to me. Anyway, it came in Friday. I got to take it home so I can hook up the sound bar today. And that's what I'll be doing. All right, very good. What, what else going on? Anything marijuana? <sighs> yeah, man, it's in the news. Those pesky Dems in the House, they are uh, passed a measure to legalize marijuana, but it's not going to re uh, remove testing for drivers, for truckers, or transportation, basically. U.S. House of Reps, by vote of 268 to 164, passed the Moore Act. <laughs> properly, appropriately named, which removes marijuana from the list of scheduled substances under the Controlled Substances Act if the Moore Act becomes law, which it won't. It would decriminalize marijuana, but it would not stop truck drivers from being tested for marijuana. Removing marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act would take it off the Schedule 1 list, but the recent tweak to the bill means that employees in safety-sensitive transportation jobs, such as truck drivers and pilots, would allow the USDOT to keep marijuana testing in place, and it should. The House vote was uh, mostly partisan, with only six Dems voting against the bill and only five Republicans voting for the bill. It means the chances are slim to nil that it's going to get passed by the uh, Republican-controlled Senate. And I don't care where you stand on it, now drivers don't need to be doing drugs like that. Period. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, because what's going to happen, and you know it's going to happen, you're going to be a driver out there, token on a doobie, going down the road, in the cab of his truck, 80,000 pound tractor trailer. Don't need that. I mean, that that's kind of a common sense stuff, don't you think? You know, we talked about it back at last February about CBD stuff. You know, everybody was in love with that CBD and people complaining, you know, they take the drug test. CBD is not supposed to have any THC. How comes it's showing up on drug test? Well, we tried, we warned you, don't be doing that CBD stuff because, uh, It can affect a drug test. It says, although the products can be purchased legally, this is what we told you back then, they can include varying amounts of THS, is what they're calling it. Psychotropic THC. Oh. Okay, marijuana is defined by having 0.3% uh, psychotropic THC. Maybe, maybe that's a... Maybe that's a uh, typo. Maybe they're supposed to say THC here on the thing. They got THS. I thought it was something to be something else. Might be. But anyway, CBD products can easily lead to a drug, a positive drug test. And uh, yeah, you fail a drug test. Well, bad news. You know, you're out of the truck. Got to go through all that rigmarole to requalify. So. Anyway, that was in the news. I I don't get it. Eh, you were doing a lot of stuff I don't get anymore, but hey, I'm old. I'm an old, used-to-be truck driver. Once a driver, always a driver. Birthdays today, if you're having a birthday. Well, by golly, happy birthday to you, too. Again, if you you got a family, you, you're having a birthday, you want to be recognized. Maybe you got a family member, a loved one, friend. They're having a birthday. You want us to recognize them here at the kitchen table? Let me know. Shoot me an email. Give me all the information. FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. Birthdays today, born this day back in 1863. The Sears of Roebuck and Company was born. Richard W. Sears, 1863. Yep, he's the uh, Sears from Sears and Roebuck. Clarence Nash. That sound familiar? Probably not, but I guarantee you, you know who he is. He was born in this state back in 1904. Maybe not know him, but you, 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 you'll, 
you'll know why you know him. He's the original voice of Donald Duck. Eli Wallach. Oh, Eli. He was in The Good and the Bad of the Ugly, Magnificent Seven. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's born on this day back in 1915. Ted Knight from Mary Tyler Moore Show. I liked him. He was good in that part. I liked that uh, show after Mary Tyler Moore he was in for a little while. Too Close for Comfort. Remember that? He was a cartoonist. Anyway, he was born on this day back in 1923. Johnny Bench. Cincinnati Reds, Johnny Bench. He's having a birthday today, 73. And Larry Bird. Boston Celtics fame. He's born on this date back in 1956. Remember him and McHale and all those Boston Celtics back then? My, my, my. But anyway, if you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you too. Now, today is December 7th, and we all should know what that is. This is uh, Pearl Harbor Day. This is the day, 7.55 a.m., Sunday morning, Pearl Harbor is attacked. It was a Sunday morning back in 1941. Now, let's do this. I should have done this a moment ago. Let's see. Uh, uh, uh. No, okay. <laughs> All right, so. 7.55 a.m. Pearl Harbor time is going to be 11.55 a.m. Central Time. Figure it out from there. That's when they were attacked. Japanese attacked them back in 1941. Today, 7.55 uh, a.m. Pearl Harbor time. That'd be 11.55 a.m. 8, 9, 10, 11.55 a.m. Central Time. A day that will live in infamy. That quote was so true. All right, let's back it up a little bit. Uh, this date back in 1787, Delaware becomes the first state to ratify the Constitution. Man, have we tried to stomp on it since, or last 50 years anyway. 1836, Martin Van Buren elected the eighth president of the United States. June Carter and Johnny Cash appear together for the first time in a concert in Dallas. That happened back in 1961. 1973, this, this date, 1973, a huge date for the banana-eating people around the world. This date back in 1973, the, the banana-eating record was first set at 17 in two minutes. Oh. And right after that, oh. Stomach cramps. I, I'm getting stomach cramps just thinking about 17 bananas in two minutes. And on 1993, Energy Secretary Hazel O'Leary reveals that the government had conducted more than 200 nuclear weapons tests in secret. Yeah, <laughs> they've done a lot of stuff in secret that we'll never, ever know about. Anyway, did you watch any of the Sovereign Citizen videos over the weekend, like I brought up Friday? I'm still scratching my head on that one. I, uh, I came across one yesterday. I couldn't help myself. No, I wasn't looking for them, but one popped up. You know, if you start watching YouTube... Whatever you're watching, whatever thing that is, more of those kind of videos are going to come up in your recommendations. And one came across yesterday I had to watch. Uh, because I got tired of the ones of, you know, the people that were the, the sovereign citizens taking their own videos. This was a sovereign citizen that uh, went to court. And it was a court video. <laughs> it was... It was like, come on, really, really, come on. What was it? She, uh, I don't know, she had all charges against her about the drugs, drugs paraphernalia, I don't know what else. Anyway, she would not walk up to the podium. 
you know, so the judge could talk to her. You know, he had the judge, he was up there where he's supposed to be. Then you had the podium where the, uh, I guess, the defendant or whoever stood. And, they, you know, it's mic'd up there anyway. She would not, she would not come forward. And he was very, very patient with her, more patient than he needed to be. But <laughs> her argument, he has no authority. Yeah, you're in front of a judge in his courtroom. You're there. Apparently, he has some type of authority, but that was, that was her argument. He had no authority. And the judge said, well, I will prove my authority to you. Take her into custody. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it was... It was kind of funny. Yeah, she learned real quick. The judge does have authority. All right. What else? Well, Michigan. They've been using salt to uh, you know, for the winter, the icy roads and such. Well, now they're going to, maybe, well, Michigan Bill anyway, they're going to start using uh, beet juice. <laughs> Could have purple roads in Michigan. As the onset of winter approaches, a bill in Michigan House addresses concern about the aftermath of uh, winter on the state's roadways and the vehicles that uh, use the roads via an organic additive. Michigan DOT now uses mostly brine or salt to treat roadways and bridges to prevent the accumulation of ice and snow on the roads and to de-ice the roads. But that tears the roads up, not to mention the undercarriage of a lot of vehicles. Yeah, you know, if you if you live down south, that's the first thing you do. Where, where does car truck come from? If it came from up north, uh-uh. You look under it. You will find rust. Roger Victory of Hudsonville has sponsored this bill would allow use of organic additive to help control ice and snow on roadways and bridges in the state. Specifically, the state would be permitted to test the combination of sugar beets and road salts in a mixture described as beet juice. Hmm. Other states already use beet juice to help treat roads and highways, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri. Additionally, municipalities around the country also use the uh, product to help clear roads. Now, what are the benefits? Well, we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. I'm late already. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back in two minutes. Don't go anywhere. This is FBTV Radio. Okay, we were talking about beet juice before the beet juice, beet, beet juice before the break. You're at the kitchen table here on FBTV Radio. Uh, the beet juice, uh, Michigan's trying to pass a bill that will allow a mixture of beet juice, sugar beets, and road salts uh, to treat the roads. Icy conditions. The benefits, Victory says beet juice, that's the guy who sponsored the bill. We'll have to address damage to Michigan's infrastructure via potholes and damage to vehicles due to the uh, corroded parts. He adds that uh, salt runoff negatively affects the environment. Salt works well to handle ice on roads, but it harms Michigan's freshwater ecosystems, not to mention vehicles, undercarriage. Matter of fact, they treat that. Uh, I lived up in Michigan for a summer. When I, that's where my daddy's side of the family's from. Went up there for uh, uh, three or four months, and uh, yeah, they treat the undercarriage, but it, it don't work that good, you know, to anti-salt it or protect it, but still, still, still creeps in there and starts rusting stuff out. But anyway, on top of that, salt corrodes our roads and vehicles, see, told you. Providing an alternative salt-only de-icing will help uh, with both of these problems. Critics say it is possible that sugar beet juice could have negative effects on streams and rivers. Yeah, that catfish you catch, it might have a sweeter taste. Maybe a salty sweet. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, advocates add that the bill would also reduce costs to treat roads. 
They note that uh, organic additives results in less salt being used and that less applications are necessary due to improved adherence to the pavement. As a result, less product is needed and workers do not need to be on the clock for as many hours. But anyway, final report would be submitted by uh, Michigan DOT to the House and Senate Transportation Committees by June 2025, so nothing's going to happen fast. Why did you think it would? I know when I was going out through New Mexico, Arizona, they uh, you know have that red stuff on the road they, they used to treat the roads with. And uh, somebody told me that was volcanic rock dust. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. All right, we're about to call it a day. Just about made it through December 7th. On this Monday, not going to talk about how many days till Christmas. Don't forget, uh, every night, 9 p.m., it's the O-Time Radio Hour here on FBTV Radio. Every night at 9 p.m., we play an O-Time Radio show, you know, back before TV. Play two of them. Right now, I think uh, what we've got airing are The Father Knows Best and Gunsmoke. Got some Christmas Radio shows coming up as well, so you want to be on the lookout for that. All right, question of the day one more time before we call it a day. About 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. 15% of people say they have recently stopped doing this. What is it? The answer, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Here at the kitchen table. All right, go have a, go have a great Tuesday. And I will talk to you in the morning right here at the kitchen table. Here on FBTV Radio. It's December 7th. Have a great Tuesday, unless, of course, you've made other plans. We'll talk to you soon.